Hello and welcome to That Gaming Podcast. My name is Rich, your host, and today we'll be talking about first-person shooters, but let me introduce you to our lovely cast members. First, we have Carl. Hello. We have Matt. Bonjour. And, of course, we have Steve. (laughs) Oh, hello. (laughs) So, uh, we'll quickly go around the room very quickly and just kind of talk about what games you've been playing this week. Um, So, I guess we'll start with Carl. What are you playing this week? I am playing Destiny 2. And I know that causes a lot of feelings within this little group that we have. See, I like Destiny. I mean, I don't like Destiny (laughs) too. Why don't you? You don't like Destiny. I don't like Destiny, like full stop. But that—that's a whole other subject. But anyway, carry on. (laughs) But literally, I've only played Destiny two. I've been playing it nonstop since the new Forsaken DLC came out, and I have to say that it is one of the best things Bungie have ever released. That includes most of the Halo games as well. That's a bold statement. Yeah, that is a bold statement. (laughs) I I know know I'm going to get a lot of stick as well because I love this. So bold. You could say it's shaved. It's the Duncan Goodshoe of statements. (laughs) 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 Everyone's Googling who the goddamn is. Obscure reference there, Steve. Right now. Well, Dun- unless you know your 90s swimmers. Come on, man. <laughs> Duncan Godhue. Good Hugh. Good. G-O-O-D. Good Hugh. Right, let's have a look at this guy. Okay, Steve, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what? No. He's bald, isn't he? Yes, he is bald. But what has that got to do with Destiny 2? I thought we were talking about bald statements. Oh, <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> oh, Matt, oh, Matt, what have you been playing this week? Uh, so this week I have played and finished the story for Spider-Man. Um, oh shit! Yeah, I played that as well. Just want to put that out there. <laughs> Don't bargain on this is my time. I know, I know, this is your time. However, I would just like to point out that I have played that as well. Yeah, how do you find? How have you found it? To be honest, like obviously when I first got it, uh, I, took, I only played like an hour and a half of it and then took like a week and a half break from it. But the story, well, I'm not going to spoil it because I know you haven't finished it. It's up there for my top game of this year for, for definite. Oh, 100%. Ooh, nice. What, even even along with God of War? Definitely. It's Don't def- start me on God of War. <laughs> the story is so much better than... Is it so much better? I loved God of War. Steve, what have you been playing this week? Uh, mostly Dead by Daylight. With a mixture of blops three. How you found Dead by Daylight? Uh, We've had recently a double blood points extravaganza, which reignited the old uh, survival instinct. But other than that, would you recommend to any any? uh, Because I mean, I was terrified of looking at it because like as as soon as I saw the trailer, I was like, no. I even told Matt. I said, Matt, I'm not playing that. That's that's (laughs) horrifying. Okay, I I think me. I think I can remember the conversation, Matt. Like. He said, oh, I'm going to get this game, it's going to be great. I said, I'm not playing that at all. So, is there anything you can say to convince people that it actually is worth playing, even if you're a um, horror-phobe? I am in no way, shape or form a horror fan. I don't like being jumped out at or scared or sitting in the dark or anything. So, yeah, you get used to it. Steadily desensitised to it. I think what you've found as well, Richard, is when, yeah. when you played it, it's... Um... It, the first couple of games are quite tense uh, because of the heartbeat yeah. and stuff, but I, I think once you 
sort of just play it like a regular game and especially if you're in a party like we we sometimes do when we all play together the sort of back it's more background noise than yeah, it becomes like a, this becomes like a mechanic. You hear the heartbeat, you're like, Ooh, okay, better get moving, rather yeah. than, oh my god, oh. what's coming after me? <laughs> yeah, oh shit! I have a fun fact that what you described earlier, Richard, yes. is called phobophobia. You have a fear, phobophobia. Of, a fear of being scared is phobophobia. Oh, cool. I mean, do I talk about what game I've been playing as well? Or? Yeah, Richard. So, so Richard, what have you been playing? <laughs> Um, so mainly I've been playing uh, Spider-Man much like the rest of the gaming community these days Uh, overly enjoying it taking my sweet time playing it and uh, (laughs) it's a fantastic game I compare it a lot to Arkham series which is not a bad thing because I love the Arkham series that's a good point fantastic would you say that Spider-Man is better than the Arkham Asylum I'll tell you what as soon as I finish playing the story I will let you know because Batman Arkham's story actually is quite weak, if I think about it. Like, yeah, it's quite the sporadic. The stories are quite weak in the games, but the combat and the uh, graphics are always so good, I didn't really care. But on a, yeah, on a combat was... level, then, do you, how do you compare the two of them? Because obviously it's got oh, the same it sort be... of ca- like mechanics implemented with the one button to punch, then a dodge button, but how would you, how would you compare... The two, because the combat is so similar to uh, Batman. Because bloody hell, you press R one loads, you throw, you you web someone in Spider Man, but you press was it L one or maybe even R one as well? You throw batarangs whilst in the middle of combat. You press square to punch, press square to punch, press X to uh, jump over people, circle to avoid as well. It's it's like the gameplay styles are so similar that the only way you can differentiate them is by their story. And because Batman stories haven't been all amazing they've been interesting they haven't been amazing if spider-man's overall story and have especially emotional appeal that will be the clincher at the current moment in time which i'm assuming it will be for quite i think it's pretty much set in stone now is that batman has got a 91 metacritic rating whilst spider-man only received 87 um, really, uh, Batman's is based off of twelve hundred ratings or thirteen hundred, and Spider-Man is based off of nineteen hundred ratings. So, I don't know. For me, so more people have gone on to say they loved it than split than Batman. I think it. I think it, for me, it depends on if where your allegiances lie. Are they with the DC universe? That way, you will enjoy Batman more. If you're a yeah. Marvel fan, you will enjoy Spider-Man more. Yeah, exactly. I agree, yeah. Um, I mean, I love Spider-Man through and through. Love the films, love the comics, love the games, so I'll always be biased towards Spider-Man anyway. Yes. Um, which nicely ties us round to our very first quickfire game. Name that game! So we're going to go around in a circle. The circle will go Carl, Matt, Steve... And then Carl, Matt, Steve, Carl, Matt, Steve. So you have 30 seconds. So I'll say, Carl, you name the game. Matt, you say the name of the game. Steve, say the name of the game. So basically, uh, you have to tell me a name of any game. The point is, there are so many games out there, but can you name any of them off the top of your head when you've got like a second to think of one? That's the point of the game. I could just look at my massive library of games. I can go for about a thousand. Yeah, I've got loads right now in my head okay well okay we'll do first one shooter games then one second i'm gonna suck balls because i know four 
Let's see how it works. If it doesn't work, then I won't do it again. It's very fucking simple. I won't give it a go. Actually, let's, let's, do, let's do a quick round, okay? I'll, I'll do a quick round. This could, be, this could be any game whatsoever, okay? Let's try it out for a start. Okay. 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 Any game. Any game. Doesn't matter what game. Just for, just for a second, right? Okay. Severe disadvantage here. Okay. Uh, ready? Okay. Carl. Legend of Zelda. Um, Ocarina Matt. of Time. <laughs> Matt. Uh, Super Mario World. Steve. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Any game, Stephen? It, just... it is a game, fact, Sanadu. Come on, man. <laughs> wait, hang on. No, wait, 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 wait. Did anyone else hear him Did say anything? No. All I heard was, ah, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> this is bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is going to work well. Right. Did you hear what game I said? No. no what did you say? The fuck. What's wrong with the internet? I don't know. Is that a game? I love of God. Yes. Uh, mm. Can't we just do this through the PlayStation? Isn't that a lot simpler? Can't you just record something for your PlayStation, you techno wizards? But, um, you can stir it in a hole somewhere and record it. Oh, that's better. <laughs> whatever you did, don't move. Whatever position okay, you're cool. in. Okay, cool. Yeah, we do? okay, let's quickly go. Okay, first person shooters, okay? Ready? Ready, and go. Carl. Halo. Matt. Uh, Counter-Strike. Steve. Serious Sam. Matt. Uh, Carl. No, Carl. Halo 2. <laughs> <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Call of Duty. 4. Steve. Uh, Call of Duty World, World War 2. <laughs> Carl. Halo 3. <laughs> Matt. Wolfenstein. <laughs> Steve. Doom. <laughs> Carl. Halo 4. Wrong. Destiny. Matt. Destiny. Where's my gun? I'm still here. Oh, what, <laughs> what I've just say? done it. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I think you'll find my name's Steve. Oh shit. <laughs> Steve. Truck. Truck, that's good. Yeah, Carl. Battlefield 1. Matt. <laughs> uh, Goldeneye. Steve. Uh, 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 I've come to the end. I've come to the end of it. <laughs> the end of it. Okay, actually, that's time now, anyways. Brilliant. FIFA, okay. FIFA 18. So... <laughs> <laughs> I could have said Call of Duty Black Ops. Sorry, couldn't I? It's right in front you could, of me. It's right in front of you, yeah. Okay, so at the end of that round, Carl's got five points, Matt's got five points, and Steve has four points. That's a draw. Yeah, it's a draw. Well, it carries it's on to the, to the... But I'll be keeping score throughout the rest of the podcast, basically. Okay, oh, so, guys. Okay. So, the topic of discussion for this podcast is first-person shooters, as you probably guessed from the first round. So, I have a question for you. There's a point going. What was the very first first-person shooter ever created? The first first-person 3D. Point to Steve. Wolfenstein Shut the 3D. fuck up! How did you know that? Do I get, do I get bonus points? Halo, you never got it, Carl. <laughs> what is going on here? There's some sort of colluding with the, the, the podcast host. Do I get bonus points if I can tell you what year it was? Yes. That's 1987. No, it's later than that. Uh, Matt? I'm going to say 1992. Steve? Can I say 89? 
Okay, the year was actually 1992. Matt gets a point. Oh, fuck off, Woo! <laughs> can you also, for other more bonus points, can you tell me the console it was released on, if you don't Mez. remember? MS-DOS. Was it Caxton? <laughs> <laughs> Caxton Floppy. It was originally released on May the 5th, 1992 for MS-DOS. Now, see? Oh, you nerd. Shh. <laughs> Fucking cheat! It's on the same page. It's <laughs> not <laughs> Guys, we're gonna argue the point of what is the best first-person shooter. So once again, mm. we'll go around the room. Uh, I believe you've done some homework, so, or you've at least picked your favourite one. So, Carl, we'll go around the room. Carl, what do you think is the best first-person shooter? Unequivocally, the best first-person shooter is Modern Warfare Two. Modern Warfare 2. Mm, interesting really? choice. Nice, it's not nice. an interesting choice. It is the right and only choice, and I'll fight anyone who disagrees with me. Okay, Carl. Well, can you tell me what <laughs> year Modern Warfare 2 was released? Tell me, Carl. It's your favourite game. 2007. It's later uh, Matt, than that. I'll leave it open to the guys as well. What year, Matt? Was it come out? 20, uh, 2009, I'll say. I was going to say 2010, but I think it's 2009, because Modern Warfare 3 came out 2011. Steve? Uh, I'm going to go 8. 2009. Uh, 2009 was the right answer. Hey! God, he's <laughs> bloody hell. such a nerd, isn't he? I need a life, Ooh. I know, I need a life. <laughs> Clever clogs get scragged in the bogs, Matt. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who developed Modern Warfare 2? In, isn't it Infinity? It's Infinity War. Activision. No, they published it. Get your head out your arse, Steve. Carl, you get a point. It was Infinity Ward. Boy. Cool. Okay, so Carl, why is Modern Warfare 2 the best first-person shooter ever? Now, some people might say that Modern Warfare 1 changed the, the multiplayer scene. Well, that is true to some degree, but it didn't really kick off until Modern Warfare 2 came to the front page of every person's wish list. The online multiplayer scene would never be the same again due to Modern Warfare. There's, there was a massive controversy around Modern Warfare 2. Can you guys remember what it was? Yeah, it's the, the Russian first scene. episode in the airport. Yeah, yeah the what, Russian well, Matt kind of got there first, so yeah, it was the Russian scene, yeah. Wasn't it? Well, it... I'll, I'll give a point to Carl as well, because he was because he said it was the first episode, yeah. Huge controversy, because there was even an option when you first started the game up, whether turn it off. you can turn it off, which yeah. unheard of in gaming. I don't ever remember being able to turn it off though. I only ever remember like playing it and thinking I really don't want to do this, but then having to do it. What did you have to do? Basically, I it. basically, you had you was in an airport and you just had to go around killing everyone as a terrorist. Do you yes. think it set a standard for censor sensory uh, not sensory censorship. Um, censorship? Yeah, in like games in the like that came out after it, like the is it Wolfenstein and they didn't have. That's different uh, though. That's different because you're going to talk about the swastika in games. You know, the swastika in games is allowed in every other country except for Germany because they have very strict rules on what can, what they can, who can use the swastika. I mean, to use it, you have to get special written permission from the German government, and you can only use it in art pieces, and they do not consider gaming to be an art. So that's why you can only see it in films and pictures so does so wolfstein hasn't got any swastikas throughout the game i think it does <clears throat> is uh, it because it's like uh, only the wolfenstein 2 does yeah 
Well, I think it. I think it either does have it in there, and it isn't in the German game, or they don't have it in there because they didn't get permission from the German government. So, yeah, so I mean, would you guys agree with Modern Warfare Two? But like, would any of you guys think that Modern Warfare Two is definitely up there in terms of first-person shooter games? Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, I had a lot of very fond memories from playing Modern Warfare Two. For any bonus points, guys, can you name me a level, a map? Sorry, Rust from Modern Warfare Two. High rise. Yep, yeah, Rust. Yep. Yeah. Airport. It's always a no, dam. That's not what it's called. It's always a dam. It's always a dam. Uh, airport's not what it's called, uh, Carl. Oh, is it called Terminal? It's called Terminal. Yes. Yeah, that's another point. Matt, I mean, Steve, you're losing points here. Um, to be honest, I don't know what I'm doing here. It's all drawn regardless. Cool. Okay, so Carl's got down Modern Warfare 2 as the best first-person shooter. We'll go around the room. Matt, what is the best first-person shooter? So now, it's, it's one that's quite an old game. Going back to the MS DOS days, um, which would be fine. the which would be the series of Doom. Now take from it whichever console reiteration you like, um, but mainly the the newer version of Doom, uh, which was released in 2016, I believe. Sort of the most the most recent revamp. Uh, can you tell me when was the original Doom released? Ah, oh. uh, anyone's open. It's open for it's open for points, by the way, guys. So this has got to be. Nineteen ninety seven. Steve says ninety two. Carl says ninety seven. Matt, what year do you think it is? Uh, ninety six. I'll go ninety six. Sadly, it's nineteen ninety three. Oh no! Ninety three. Can I have half? No. <laughs> 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 by that, by that, no, I get, I get half as well. bonus points as well can you tell me the name of the developer that's id software as well it is did, uh, yeah id software obviously. yeah id software so id software uh famous for making obviously the original wolfenstein and doom so so you're talking about the most recent version of doom so what what i think is the best first person shooter um yeah i'd say because not only has it sort of redefined what Doom was, it's still the sort of same run-and-gun style of game. Um, but obviously with the incorporation of the mechanic where you can stun enemies and then do like a finishing move on them, mm-hmm. um, it sort of adds another layer rather than it just being a first-person shooter. I know it's like we're talking about what's the best first-person shooter, but I think that just emphasizes a run and gun style i mean i haven't played the the doom the 2016 doom yet i mean i bought you it so you better fucking play it (laughs) 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 the the way in which the 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 mechanics work not just to combine the first person shooter elements with the with the other but just that run and gun style just reminds me of like a an early 90s game where you feel like you're invincible, but also vulnerable. It's like that juxtaposition between the two. But just the the gameplay mechanics, the different guns you can pick up, the chainsaws, the finishing moves. I just think it's got like a whole package, um, and it's it's been hauled out. I mean, it's on every single platform imaginable, even on the Switch. Um, I don't know how it runs on the Switch because I've always been tempted to get it, but I'm not paying fifty quid for it. You can fuck off. <laughs> just the variety of guns you can get. I think that. It, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like it's the same game throughout. It feels like you're, like each level you get a different gun and you feel more badass. 
I mean, the only... If we're comparing the uh, Carl's game to your game, Matt, like, the only uh, downside to the Doom game, especially the modern one, is its multiplayer isn't that great, whereas COD's multiplayer was actually really good. That's how I remember it being really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I personally don't play Doom for the multiplayer. Um, mm. I played it solely for the story. But as far as the multiplayer goes, I mean, Call of Duty wins that hands down. Um, the Doom multiplayer felt a bit like a ripoff of Halo. It was trying too much to be like a Halo multiplayer game. It just doesn't suit that type of game. Yeah, no, I agree, yeah. Um, Steve. Hello. Tell me, what is the... Well, argue your point. What is the best first-person shooter game? I don't know if it's the best per se, but it's my... It was my first foray into the wor- into the realm of uh, first-person shooter, other than like Doom and Quake and Search. Yeah. It was Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem, nice. Good choice. I was go- I was sitting here going like, is anyone actually going to mention Duke Nukem? <laughs> as long as you don't mention some Duke Nukem 3D, we're fine. The the fact that it had uh, saucy ladies in it probably kept me interested longer <laughs> than. <laughs> anything even though there were pixelated messes by today's standards they were titillating for a for a boy of <laughs> early teens for so the internet wasn't really a thing like and you had no other way of getting some of them so you know well steve topic, can you tell topic. me can you tell me <laughs> can you tell me what year duke nukem 3d was released uh 1996. Yeah, I'll say six. Six, six, cool. Matt, Carl? Uh, 3D. Absolutely yeah, no idea. Duke Absolutely. Duke 3D. I think no that's, idea. That, that was a PS3 release, I think. No, I oh, know. Duke Nukem 3D, the original. Oh, like, uh, the original. The original Duke Nukem. Oh, God. Um, no, I idea. no idea. No idea. 98? I don't know. So, Duke Nukem. So, Duke Nukem 3D was actually released in 1996, so Steve gets a point. Duke Nukem Original. If we're going to go back to the original original, quick five points, can you guess when Duke Nukem Original, like, we're talking MS-DOS. Okay, Carl. Matt? I'll say 1990. Steve? Steve? Uh, I'll say... No, I'll go two. I'll go 92. Cargo's point in 1991, it was released. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's the original Duke Nukem. Oh, hail um, in my infinite wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> I've got every other question wrong today, so, you know. Yeah, okay, no. so, Steve, come on, tell me, why is Duke Nukem so good? I thought he just did tell you. <laughs> be like, no, there's got to be something. There's got to be something else. Can't just I say mean, naughty ladies. You can't... <laughs> it was my first foray into first person. Like, obviously, oh, I'm well, so glad you said first person. Then I thought you were going to say something different. <laughs> 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 but no, it was my first foray, and it was just it was like badass because he swore and had like, proper slogans. He was a game changer, literally. It was all the all the rage when I was a boy. The Modern Warfare 2 of 1991. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, cool. Well, anything else you want to say about Doom Nukem? To... Anything else? It came out on MS-DOS. Yeah, that was... I'll give you a point for that. That is... Um, I've already said that, didn't I? Didn't I? But I'll give you a point. Fuck it. I, mean, um, what? I was 11. Uh, no, it was 96. Yeah, I was 11. 
So I was heavily titillated. <laughs> you need literally, to take literally a cold titillated. shower, bro. You need to. <laughs> talking three years ago. Can you guys give me any of Duke Nukem's uh, favorite quotes? I have no idea. I've never played a Duke Nukem game in my life. Isn't it? I came here to kick ass and chew bubblegum, and I'm all out of gum. Yep, that's one of his. Yep, that's point. Yep, Steve, can you name any of them? That was the only. um... I I can't. For the life of me, I can't remember anymore. That was the only one that stuck with me because he said ass. In '96, man, that was that was top of the line. Yeah, I mean that's that's the point. Like he was the the badass. Well, wasn't he? First-person shooter talking. Was he? Spoken Doom. I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. You just get those awful sound effects of people going, (laughs) (laughs) That was just me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, good Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Moving swiftly on. <laughs> so, Richard, <laughs> tell me. I don't know if you came up with one, but what's your sorry, sorry, case? Okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Right. So, Richard, okay. I don't know if you came so, up with one. Yeah, I, did, I, have, I have got one. Okay, so t- what's your case for the best first person shooter game then? I think the best first person shooter game. Is GoldenEye 007 for the Nintendo 64? I thought that you said that that has a well. massive case of nostalgia goggles. It is a massive case of nostalgia goggles. It hasn't aged well. So would so would Duke Nukem, to be fair, if I played that now. Yeah, that's the thing. If you play Duke Nukem 3D today, I can guarantee you won't enjoy it. It's important to stay in nostalgia. But GoldenEye 007 was an inspiration for other games like COD. It had a great story, it had guns, great gameplay, and it just made you feel like a badass. Like it has, Obviously, it's taken some inspirations from um, other games, much like the Dooms and the Wolfensteins of the yesteryear, but it was pivotal in not only one, being made by one of the greatest developers possibly of all time and also making 3D first person shooting like it was like one of the first 3D first person shooters that did it right and it had fantastic split screen um, multiplayer like, yeah wasn't it the first I mean it's the first one that I remember introducing me to four player split screen I don't know many games that did it before but for, on a personal memory that's the first one I ever remember being able to get four friends to sit and play at once rather than just yeah. a typical two player split screen that was a bit fantastic. of a gimmick though don't don't we think it's very impractical to play with four people on one screen back when GoldenEye came out had no choice but had <laughs> yeah, I know 13 you had inch no TVs but yeah, I know you had no choice but just re- if you can cast your mind back to the graphics of GoldenEye at the time, Awful. they may have been pretty bloody good. However, yeah, four people on a screen that probably wouldn't have been that big, not to nope. today's standards, four nope. people on a screen that size is just impractical. But it wasn't about that. The point is, you call up your friends on 
on a landline. What's a landline? <laughs> yeah, you call them up and you say, come over, I've got four controllers, I've got a GoldenEye, let's freaking play some games. You would screen look as well. You look at their scre- look at their little square to find out where they were so you can kill them. Like, you cheating bastard. <laughs> you can't tell me you guys didn't do that. But the point is, is that it was pivotal to actually kickstart everything to have a multiplayer first person shooter game to burst each other was almost an inspiration for multiplayer we play today on call of duty and battlefield and all those other other games you know it was such it it is that's why if someone says what's best i always say goldeneye not because it's good today it's terrible today but for, for how important it was for then didn't they release a goldeneye remastered on the game, the, they the did Wii. on the Wii. Yeah, they did it on the Wii and the and the PS3 as well. The Wii and PS3. Mm. Was that any good? The Wii came it was with a golden um, uh, controller, didn't it? Still got mine somewhere. I thought you said you don't buy first-person shooters, Stephen. Or was that a lie? Oh, it's not. I don't buy them. It's just I don't remember them. Can you guys tell me when uh, GoldenEye for the Nintendo 64 was released? What year? Two, two, two. two. <laughs> okay, Matt. Uh, ninety-seven. I'll oh, Steve. Fuck off with your ninety-seven every bloody time. Steve, <laughs> you can say the same year if you want to. Uh, ninety-eight. Matt, get the point. Ninety-seven. Of course he did. Woo! Oh, fucking course he did. And of course, the developer <laughs> was. Rare. rare. Point to Carl. Wait, did Matt say? Did Matt say rare? No, he Carl didn't. Was... He didn't. <laughs> I, I did, but it's, it's fine. Let Carl have the point because he's being salty about me getting the deal. Okay. Because I, didn't... I tell you what, don't argue over it. Do it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh yeah, it would be now. Yeah. No, let's not let Steve have the point for the love of all that he's holding. <laughs> I mean, I can, we, can we all agree we've at least played Goldeneye? Yes. Yes. I think everybody's played a Golden Knight. It's part. So it of sort of reinforces your point. Yeah, that's the point. The point is, is that everyone's played it. Everyone remembers only good things about it. But the love of God, do not play it today. That's so, not good. That's not good. No, it's not good. But how fantastic was it then? Bobbleheads time, but paint, paintball mode. Paintball mode. Yep. Yeah. On the facility. I'll give you a point for that, Steve. Yep. Yeah. On a side note. I have just yes. seen something regarding the upcoming release of Red Dead Redemption 2. Right. I know it's not a first-person shooter, although technically it can be. It can be now, yeah. Kind of related. It will require 105 gigabit of space to get installed and for the day one patch. Good lord. Oh, fucking hell. I haven't got that much space on my PS4. Um, 105 <laughs> gig will also make it the, the largest PS4 Xbox One game of all time. Fucking rockstar! They can't. They can't have anything simple, can they? Um, can you guys name me any levels from GoldenEye for the Nintendo 64? Absolutely. No. Facility. Yep. Yep. Give that one, Matt. I, I've got a drawn a complete blank. Okay, Steve gets a point. There. That was a level, but that's not a map. Did I say? I think I said map, didn't I? I don't know. I'll, I'll get. I'll give that Steve. Um. If in doubt, give me the point. Out of all the games that you've heard today, are any of them kind of sticking out to you as games you would think would... I mean, 
the whole point the whole point of the conversation isn't let's decide right now and that's it for all time the point is like have anyone swayed your mind on what you think is actually a really good first person shooter it's personal choice isn't it the The only thing that we can say for certain is that richard does not like destiny Uh, (laughs) everyone else is willing to give other games a go i mean arguably (laughs) um there are other couple games that we could have talked about uh called modern warfare 4 which arguably was the game that kind of reinvented the first person shooter when it was kind of going through a weird phase because the COD series, I don't remember anyone really talking about or playing. And then COD Four came around. They made the they did the create a class thing first, didn't they, with the kill streaks and everything? So they they kind of changed the way that people look at first person shooters online. Instead of instead of you just getting a gun um, and then just going around shooting, this time you got to choose what gun. You got to choose like smoke grenades. Yeah, and you gain you had some custom customizable elements in there as well. Like you get different attachments for the gun to you get perks that can give you an edge, give you more health, or give you more speed to help with your playstyle. Which I think again was quite important to. Which start is kind of kickstart. why yeah, which is kind of why Modern Warfare Two for me was the best one because they took what they made at Modern Warfare and then made it two hundred thousand times better. Uh, other games for consideration are Time Crisis. See, I love Time Crisis Arcade, but on the PS1 I didn't enjoy it at all. No, it has to be arcade mode to have one of the few games that has um, a peripheral with the game as well. There are loads of really cool games like that as well um, that has that element in there, which I think is quite cool, like House of the Dead. Arguably, you could also do you could also do uh, Typing of the Dead as well. Could be a first-person shooter. Look, cunt. Yeah, typing of the dead. You basically zombies or enemies are yes, no, yeah. Zombies are coming towards you, and you have a keyboard, and the idea is that they have a have a, a name or a word on them. You have to type in that name or word on your keyboard, and then that will then shoot them, and then they die. Never heard of typing of the dead. I've never heard of that one. It's actually quite a fun game, but it's only really good if you you're good with the keyboard. That's me out. Uh, no one really mentioned Halo, which I was quite surprised about. No, I do like Halo. In fact, Halo ODST is just a beautiful game all round. Yeah, Halo, Halo 3 is probably one of the best. No one's um, mentioned... Uh, Gears of War as well. Gears of War is a fucking great series. You could have mentioned first any person, of the though. Half-Life games as oh, well. shit, my... If people actually listen to this podcast, they're going to listen and go, how have they not mentioned Half-Life? Half-Life? <laughs> Half-Life 4 until about uh, an hour in or, or whatever yeah. it is right now. Half-Life gets mentioned every single thing, whatever. Bioshock is another one for consideration. Love Bioshock. Bioshock Infinite is one of my favourite games. It's so good. Bioshock scared the shit out of me. I hated it. Overwatch is a first-person shooter. It is a first-person shooter, yeah. Put that in there. But again, was it... Was it pivotal in the gaming industry was it important to, i think it's to, quite a yeah. uh, i wouldn't say genre defining i think it's, it's the first sort of hero select first person shooter in which you have to you work together to get to an objective or to beat the objective i, mean, I don't know it's like i think it's the first of its type of uh, first of its like you know genre it's like team strategy yeah no i understand what you mean yeah, oh like okay. team hero, fortress hero. 2 team fortress 2 obviously because it's yeah. made by Blizzard, same people. Really good. Uh, no one mentioned Portal. 
Was that class that as a shooter though? That's a puzzle. That's a puzzle. It's, a puzzle. it's first person puzzle, but it's still, still you're still wielding a gun. It's still first person. For the letter of the law, it's a first person, but yeah, it's first yeah, person but it's a first person point. puzzler game, not a first person let's kill some people game. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Far Cry series, Titanfall series, obviously the Wolfenstein series, uh, any of the Tom Clancy series, and no one mentioned Battlefield, so that kind of backs up my point. The Battlefield sucks comparison to COD. Oh, um, you're about to cause a war amongst them. Oh dear, that's a testy oh, point. I, look, I tried. I really tried to like Battlefield. Okay, I, I tried love, my best. I love Battlefield and Battlefield Five. I'm very much looking forward to. I still play four. I think I that's the play, problem. I I, I, the problem is, I played 4, and I did enjoy it for when I played it, uh, and then I played a little bit of, what was the one that came after 4? It was the, um... 1. No, no, it wasn't. There was a one in between. There was, like, a weird side Battlefield Oh, Hardline. Game. Hardline. Yeah, what was up with that? I mean, I enjoyed Battlefield 2, Bad Company, that was good. But... I don't know. The staying power for Battlefield is just—it's not as strong. I don't think as COD. And also, you have to argue. I can argue this point, and you can agree. If you don't play Battlefield from day one, or keep consistently playing it, you'll be left in the dust. But um, I think that's the—I think that's what's changing. I think, that, yeah, you're right. I think that's what's changing though in in this sort of game now is that people don't like the fact that. I, I don't know. I'm kind of changing my mind whilst I'm talking as well. At the at the <laughs> beginning of the day, you're on a level playing field, but the people who play the longest should be rewarded with better equipment. But then that makes it harder for people that just join. I yeah. don't know. But there's always, no matter how much you play, there's always going to be somebody who's got a better progression. Now, here's another thing as well, regards to Battlefield, and this is why I'm arguing my point where I don't think it's I don't think it's as great. It shouldn't be up there in terms of the best FPS. Um, is was it Battlefield 4 or Battlefield 3 where near the end of its lifespan they released a £20 uh, unlock uh, purchase where you could literally buy all the upgrades, buy all the guns, buy all the perks, 20 quid, boom, and you get to level 100 right away. I don't know. Which one was that? I remember, well, Battlefield 4 you can buy, like, upgrade packs. So you could buy, like, a soldier pack, which would give you x amount of weapons and things like that but i think it was battlefield 3 it was battlefield 3 yeah it was a premium i believe yeah so basically you could i think i think basically you pay to win that that's that's my argument for thinking that's why i don't think it's that good you have just started a war And that's all I'm going to say on that. Matt. You guys are thinking when I say Battlefield, I don't think Battlefield is as good as it as I think it is. I'm not saying COD is any better. That's that's the thing. I'm not saying one is better than the other. I'm saying they both can be improved. Um, I think Battlefield holds holds charge for me because it's bigger, bigger maps. On COD, you get the same map for everything. Uh, capture the flag what have you and then yeah. battlefield on the flip side of that is you go on to conquest and the map is absolutely huge yeah you still get sniped across it because there's always one try hard sitting over the other side of the map but yeah the map changes rather than i mean i quite liked i quite liked conquest and battlefield one where yeah you you have um 
it like layers again i'm not saying it's bad i just don't i think it has room for improvement that's what i'm trying to say i mean every game's got room for improvement in some aspect but i just don't think you can i, th- I think battlefield and call of duty are whilst they're both first person shooters they are so different yeah, yeah. trying to compare the two is very difficult because like Carl said like one's a run and gun style like Call of Duty is very fast paced whereas Battlefield like Steve said is so massive it is what you make it isn't it like it's those yeah. kind of multiplayer games you sort of that you make, that is what you make of it with friends like you have to play those kind of game with with friends especially Battlefield yeah I often play Battlefield on my own and I just did not enjoy it that that's probably play play with friends I think it's probably the best thing to with that, yeah. Whereas I felt like I can put on card and play a couple of matches and then be like on my own, be like, yeah, I got a few kills, that's fine. Went up a level, cool. Okay, I'm gonna go off and have dinner now. I think I, I think what I can take what we can take away from all of this is that there are some fantastic uh, first person shooter games out there, and I think once again it always comes down to subjectivity. That's the ultimate thing about it. But the important thing is we've got some awesome games that we all remember really well. And that's the thing to take away from it, really, isn't it? That's the one thing to take away from it. Everybody um, loves nostalgia. Cool. Nostalgia. I think, yeah, nostalgia plays a big part in what we think is a great game. It's like when I play Time Splitters 2. And, uh... Woo! Don't, don't play it again. Just just don't. Oh, I was, <laughs> I was wondering what you were doing, and I was like... Keep uh, memory. I absolutely love that game, but I dare I dare not put it back on. Don't, don't do it, Steve. It'll ruin it forever. <laughs> So there we go, guys. So we're going to end the podcast there. So we're going to end it with some scores as well. So Matt's in won. third place, we have <laughs> Steve Yay. with 10 points. That's not bad. 10 points in is second, a good score. 10 points isn't bad, no. I'll take in that away. In second place, we have Carl with 11 points. Ooh. And in first place, we have Matt with 13 points. Oh, it's close well then. Done, well done. So the victor of the podcast is Matt. Well done. Very close. Sounds like uh, fapping when you do that. Um, playing Duke Nukem. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I'm going to dig out my PlayStation One. <laughs> so, guys, what is your favourite first-person shooter? Please let me know in the comment section below. And also, do you agree with any of our choices as well? Uh, I want to thank my guests, Carl, Matt, and Steve, for joining Yay! me today. Shut <laughs> No, not going yet. Um, <laughs> Steve can't wait to go I just want to say thank you very much for listening and happy gaming ta